1: I don't know if there is anything that you can hunt where your hearing matters more than it does with turkeys. This episode is very important and long overdue. Hey, this is George back with the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel, helping new hunters get started and bringing new insights to all hunters. Guys, today I want to talk to you about what I think is one of the most important issues facing turkey hunting. And I know a little bit about it, but I wanted to bring you guys an expert that I believe is one of, if not the foremost person in the nation on this subject. And that is Doctor of Audiology, as well as founder and CEO of the company Tetra Hearing, my friend Bill Dickinson. Bill, it is great to have you on the show today, sir.
2: George, it's always a it's always fun to be able to to catch up with you and uh, and and to jump on and and again, uh, thank you for all the work that you're doing. You know, bringing uh, bringing such good information to both new and And old hunters. Uh, I know, I know firsthand that there are guys that have been growing up in the woods doing it a long time and they still listen uh, to your podcast and follow you because, uh, because it's entertaining and, and educational. So, Keep doing it. I'm I'm I couldn't be happier to always be with you.
1: Oh, thank you, sir. You know, sometimes it's humbling the comments that I get of people that have been hunting for so long, and they just tuned in for one episode on one thing, and and now they're hooked, and they're just adding little bits to their toolbox and things. Um, you know, I love doing this, and I love the listeners, and I love the feedback that I get from people. And of course, this time of year, turkey hunting is on the horizon, and uh, you know. The first question that I want to I want to tackle here and just just open up with is just about how important your hearing is for turkey hunting. And I've got a a couple anecdotes, a couple stories that I can interject um but you know when it comes down to it, I don't know that there's anything that you can hunt that your hearing matters more than it does for turkeys. And at the same time, I don't know if there's anything that you do hunt where people neglect their hearing more than they do while they're hunting turkeys. And, um, you know, I know just, you know, there's that initial question that people have, so I'm just gonna diffuse it right off the bat, and that is that people say, well, you know, George, you're only shooting one or two shots a a season maybe, and it just can't matter that much on your ears. Well, I can remember back to one, the first turkey that I shot at, and then the first turkey that I did shoot, which were not the same turkey, because those are the ways things go for new hunters, but I can remember both times leaving the woods, just feeling like, man, my head is ringing. I can just, I, I just, things were dull and, and muffled even for a couple days, days before I, you know, hearing returned to seemingly normal. And I thought, man, just after one or two shots, it's having this kind of an impact. And that didn't bring me to the point where like I was at a crisis moment, like I did with duck hunting, where you might take, 20 shots a day while you got a few people in the blind but it really was the first thing that got me sort of going in this direction and thinking about these kind of things and the impact that that was having on my hearing and that was just a couple shots over a couple different hunts and I started realizing oh man this makes a difference here and so uh it definitely matters but that's enough for me but let me turn it over to you and ask you how much does your hearing matter for turkey hunting and then how much do just a few shots a year potentially impact your hearing George
2: is such perfectly set up um in you know there's there's a there's a bunch of things to kind of touch base on with that and it's amazing the high percentage of the guys that, and gals that we get privileged that we have the privilege of helping it's it's so interesting that they will talk about you know years and years and years of kind of misuse and abuse of of their hearing, but I'm I'm I wish I knew the exact percentage. I'm telling you, it's it's unbelievably high. Of when they finally kind of break down and in, and, and quote need to get help, it's because of that one shot, right? And, and and I'll tell you what that is. And it, they've had they've had a thousand, quote, one shots, but it's one of them that that absolutely created a pain point in their life. Right. It may be that the one shot was I had. Uh, here's a story from just recently. It was uh it was a it was a cool, fairly young mom, probably in her mid 30s uh, from Western Kentucky uh, that I had a chance to meet at the recent NWTF convention here in town in Nashville. And, um, and she was telling the story and she got super emotional about it. And like her, her eyes started, started welling up and she's wiping her eyes and, and telling me the story about, she remembers the day where, where she was, she was deer hunting up in Western Kentucky, real nice buck out in front. She's in a shooting shack. Buck got spooked, ran like 90 degrees to her left. She pulled her 270 rifle out, which was probably out of the window. And she said it was probably, you know, 18, 20 inches, maybe two feet uh, out of the window. Swung around, put it on the left side of the window. She was in like a 4 by 6 shooting shack that usually seats two people and no one was there. Put it on and just rested the tip of that rifle uh, which was now only two or three inches outside of the outside of the window, shot the deer, and she said that she has never ever been able to hear properly out of out of that left ear ever since that day, and she got all emotional. I mean, you could just tell it was raw, and it was like eleven or thirteen years ago that this happened. And and that I mean, that's just a, that's just a, a, a one example. I could tell you hundreds of stories of. You know, guys on, uh, one guy this year again became super emotional and he named the date October, October 15th, 2014. He's up in Saskatchewan on a goose hunt and somebody, you know, they just dumped a bunch of birds and somebody kind of rolled over on their backside and shot behind them. And, and he ate all of the muzzle blast and his right ear has never really worked uh, where he could put a phone up and understand speech on the phone after that one blast. I, I used to hear it all the time clinically when we used to see those proud men and women uh, that keep us safe in the in the military. And they, they could tell you the minute and the time and the place that they were standing someplace on this planet um, when, you know, an IED went off or their tank got hit or their, you know, fill in the blank, the Humvee, the... And they remember the moment that their day changed, their life changed um, because of an explosion in, in in their hearing. And so, while sometimes it might be easy to look at that as melodramatic, the bottom line and 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 what everyone needs to to carry on their hip a little bit better is that hearing loss from too much sound. I'm going to come back to that for a second because it's kind of a big a big important soapbox of mine. We, we, we always call, we we call it noise induced hearing loss. And, and I think that we quote in audiology and hearing science uh, for, for decades have been probably making a mistake calling it noise induced hearing loss, because we think that, that noise in this is, man, I would love if you have a different opinion, please share it. But, the idea of noise is something negative. Noise is what I don't want to hear, right? Noise is the jackhammer outside. Noise is traffic. Noise is the airplane going overhead. Noise is kind of this negative thing that I don't want any more of, right? But yet the 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 going you know, going downtown and listening to your favorite band uh, that's causing damage to your ears. Or pulling triggers or doing lots of fun things, listening to too loud a music, blowing a duck call as you're practicing with the closed windows in your truck. Like those are all fun things, right? Those aren't noise. <laughs> That's stuff I want to hear. So it's not bad for me if I want to hear it or I don't care about it. Whereas you could have the same level of decibels in that truck from a jackhammer going off and you would get rid of it. But blowing that duck call is something that you're, you're having fun. And, and I just, I think what we've kind of misled the public by saying noise induced hearing loss, what it is, it's sound. And sometimes that sound is fun and exciting. And, and sometimes that sound is like nothing that you want to hear. And, um, but too loud of sound is too loud of sound. And that is where, it damages uh, those delicate hair fibers, what we call hair cells uh, in our, in our inner ears. And once they're damaged, it doesn't matter if it's a thousand shots and now a thousand and one kind of tips you tips the bucket, (laughs) right? It's like a game you used to play with kids. Uh, You know, like how many, how many pennies can you put in that little glass of water before it overflows type thing. And that's kind of like a gunshot. So while we say that, it it can happen in one shot. Yes, there may have been a thousand shots before that, or a hundred or two thousand. Pick your number and and you ended up okay, but that last one is what just tips the bucket, right? It overflows. Now that big bubble of water in that mason jar when you're playing the games, dropping quarters and pennies in there, it overflows. And man, once once that once those hair cells are broken, they're broken.
1: So, and Bill, you made a great point there with the calling like this. This never was real to me until I was out. I think two years ago, I was out turkey hunting, trying to fill my second tag, covering some big land with a friend of mine. And I was just pulling out the box call, cranking on it, trying to to locate some turkeys. And I realized that while I was calling on the box call, the Tetras that I had in my ears were actually lowering the volume level. And then as soon as I stopped calling, you know, they let it come back up. And then I realized, oh, man, how long have I been calling at unsafe volume levels and how many times a hunt, how many hunts a year, how many hours of too much sound have I been putting into my ears? These aren't gunshots. This is every hunt, whether I pulled the trigger or not, and I'm damaging my ears.
2: Hearing loss is a composite game, right? It's a composite score, and it's um, it, and it's it's you know layer upon layer upon layer, and it happens most often in millimeters of progress, and next thing you know, you've traveled you know a football field, a millimeter at a time, and it's and it's what we do to our, across our life. Um, it's not, you know, when you. I've got, I've got kind of a a handful of questions, uh, on this unbelievable system, uh, that the good Lord made for us, but I got a couple, I got a couple good questions for him when I hopefully get there and get to go face to face. And, you know, one of them is why are there no pain receptors in the ear? We have no way of, 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 you know, he, he seemed to put pain receptors all over our body. Uh, and you know, Sometimes as, as simple as getting, you know, hitting the shins or getting, getting, you know, hitting the bridge of your nose, right? And how, how much that, not even cutting skin or anything and how, how sensitive and how much it hurts. But yet there's no pain receptors in, in our auditory system. So we have no way of judging how much damage that we're doing to our ears, uh, you know, along the way. And the, the system doesn't just degrade like our ear isn't allergic to birthday cake. Right. And, and, and it gets worse by the more cake that we have. It, it doesn't just fall apart. It's not, it's not a truck part or anything like that. And once you get two, 300,000 miles on it, it just falls apart. It's what we do to it along the way. And, um, and where it really shows up, uh, as I'm looking out the window and I'm looking at here in, in Franklin, Tennessee, I'm looking at dogwoods fully bloomed out and, and uh and red buds fully bloomed out. And man, we're still a month away from our opening day of turkey season. Um but the hearing really becomes important chasing that gobbler in the spring, doesn't it?
1: Oh man, I, I was thinking about it the other day, and it's just like most of the time You know, if we don't hear a turkey, we didn't go turkey hunting. We, you know, we didn't enjoy it. We didn't have fun, let alone take a bird. And of course, you can take birds without hearing them. And I've done whole episodes on the subject. But by and large, chasing the gobble and looking for the gobble and trying to get that response and playing that talking game back and forth with them I mean, that's a lot of guys, they go out, they don't care if they take a turkey as long as they, they hear some turkeys and they talk back and forth and to them, that's, that's their favorite part of the whole thing. And then we're out there killing our ears. The the number one thing we need to do that and enjoy it with trying to, to pursue them. And it's just like, oh, wow, this is, this is like a cyclical thing here. You know, we need our hearing to hunt turkeys and then we're hurting our hearing, hunting the turkeys. And then it's just like you said, you, people reach a point where they're like, oh, Maybe I've gone too far, you know
2: <laughs> it's it gets really hard to, it, it, it gets really hard to chase them if you can't hear them and and then on top of that, it's not just like here i don't I, I kind of challenge anyone to you know show me a a hunting pursuit where where hearing is as much of the enjoyment and the success uh you know that is involved with that pursuit it's just you know how fun it is to listen to those woods come alive i mean yes it's beautiful yes we get to see incredible sunrises and but it's the whole awakening of those woods and to start the first time you hear that 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 hen just start waking up and do that sleepy little yelp and start cutting and then he's hollering back and
3: Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more.
2: And just that whole romance that goes on in the, in those first few minutes. And, and then you hear the fly down and, and you hear all the excitement that's going on. And um, it's just an auditory experience. And it's not just about the dang bird, right? It's all the other critters that are going on. But the best part is that turkey hunting is mostly done in pairs. And, and, and it's that, it's that, it's that quiet, soft communication which if you have a whole bunch of hearing loss often doesn't become as soft as we think it is. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> you think, you think you're whispering, but, um, but when you can't hear a whisper, uh, those whispers end up getting to be a whole lot louder and then that, that raises a whole nother bit of problems in the woods. But, um, yeah, it's, it's hard. And that's, that's really, you know, I, I, I think the, the, the more that you've gotten to know, um, you know our, our our goals and our mission here at Tetra George and and the the different products you know that we have for different and how we specialize and products for specific hunting pursuits. Um, I really kind of always returned the heart and the soul of of the company was built on the waterfall hunter and protecting their ears from all the harsh sound input and 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 in the turkey hunter and that's the restoration of this delight of hearing that we need to enjoy a turkey hunt and if i was forced to pick i kind of think that the, the the turkey hunting and our turkey hunting products is the soul of the company uh in in the heart the heart is the is the, is the waterfall side. And, um, we do, we do unbelievable stuff at, you know, for other hunting pursuits. And, um, but that is at the end of the day, our, our, our top two customers, the most, most often purchased products, um, uh, are, are waterfall and in and, and Turkey. And I just, from a kind of from my, my audiologist soul, um, those are, the, those are the two. We're protecting ears that are, that are going through the most damage, and we're restoring in a very unique way, restoring the delight of hearing in those springtime turkey woods. It works great in the fall when you're hanging in a tree. It works great when you're in South Dakota chasing pheasants or in Pennsylvania chasing partridge and woodcock. Um, I mean, we've, but again, that kind of that core is how do we restore the delight of hearing for the turkey hunter and then how do we how do we protect uh you know the abuse that the typical waterfall hunter does to their ears
1: yeah absolutely i mean i i will never forget the first time i heard a turkey gobble and and i was just like blown away and you know i remember the the first time you know a buck walked out in front of me and i was able to take a shot at it but you know there was no wasn't i wasn't there weren't sounds involved in that and there it was a it was exciting but it was a different kind of excitement i remember the first duck that flew in and dropped down into the decoy spread and you know it was it was a visual thing but with the turkey hunting it's that first sound it's that first gobble it's it's all ears based and um you know so many times you know, just, you know, there, there, there's definitely a, an important truth of protecting the ears while we're turkey hunting. But like, like you said, a lot of times, you know, people are doing damage in other seasons and then they get to turkey hunting and, uh, they just don't have the, the hearing. They just, they've, they've put too, so much abuse on it, waterfowl hunting or pheasant hunting. And I think pheasant hunting is really overlooked. I've been out on days with you know five six guys walk in and through a field pheasant hunting, and each person shoots a box of ammo, Of course, we're all terrible shots. everybody shoots a box of ammo trying to get their 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 fill of pheasants and like how many <laughs> shots is that in every direction all around you behind and front? Probably not safe all the time either um but that's a that's a whole nother podcast episode right there. We don't hunt like that anymore, just for everybody listening. <laughs>
2: It is, but I mean, like that—that that mayhem can can break out. But you think about the auditory experience of what you just described, right? Like you, you need to you need to hear you need to hear the flush. You need to you need to hear your dogs and to be able to monitor where your dogs are. You need to be able to hear your hunting partners that are maybe not in such a straight line like we're supposed to be walking through there, right? And uh, you, you you there's all kinds of distraction of walking through the brush and I Uh, Our ears bring so much color to our time when we're a field, right? It it takes it from black and white and truly really restores the color. And and, and we take it for granted when it's just there and when it works. And um, gosh, if I had a quarter, George, for the three days that we were just up at NWTF, and whether it was, what was really cool is is, is truly the homecoming. I mean, that was our, that was our, our fourth convention that we've been at. Well, one of them was virtual, uh, but we still did a bunch of cool stuff, uh, you know, online with our, with our customers, but to have so many of our previous customers come back to the booth and, and kind of just do the, man, I just wanted to meet you guys and shake your hands and tell you, a thank you. Like, you know, and then, then they start telling you the cool stories. Um, but if I had a quarter for every time that I've heard, man, I wish I would have met you 25, 30 years ago (laughs) and, and I would have done things a lot different. Right. And, um, and that's why we're really steadfast on, on the idea of like any protection, both with a trigger and certainly anything that doesn't involve a trigger, if it's machinery and power tools and chainsaws and chippers and leaf blowers and all the stuff that we use year round any protection is is what you have to do for the ear and we get excited over everything we get excited over orange foam plugs in people's ears and earmuffs and it doesn't have to be uh you know you need to wear a tetra because everything else is is inferior um matter of fact we go out of our way to make sure that we do not ever look at anything negative that protects the ear. Uh, we're doing some very unique things on, a, on the protective standpoint that we really don't even talk about um, because for the, especially for the hunting community, there's it's such low compliance of guys and gals that are protecting their ears. I've got a lot of evidence in the last four or five years that it's getting better and better and better. Um, but for generations, it's been very poor compliance and, and the idea is like what we believe at Tetra is our goal was to create a, a really good, awesome, natural, normal and enhanced hearing experience before the trigger is pulled. And then once the trigger is pulled, whether it's once or whether it's 40 times a day that your ear is completely protected, and um but the most important thing is is you got two three maybe four weeks depends on how many state lines you cross when you're chasing that springtime gobbler but it's a short window of opportunity of what brings us a ton of happiness as turkey hunters and it's the other 52 or 50 you know 48 to 50 weeks a year that we need to be careful it's during duck season is when you need to start being careful about how you're going to turkey hunt,
1: right? Yeah, absolutely. I just did a, a YouTube video. I Just recorded it. it hasn't aired yet. Uh, it won't air probably till after turkey season's through, based on a presentation that I gave at the uh, Pittsburgh um, USA and International Outdoor Show, and and. On one of my slides, I was doing 10 secrets of waterfowl hunting ammunition, and one of my 10 that I had on there, I just said it as bluntly as I could say it, waterfowl ammo will ruin your hearing. You know, you're shooting these magnum (laughs) loads, usually through a ported choke tube. You know, 86 or so percent of hunters are not wearing hearing protection. And they don't realize it, but they're ruining their coming turkey season, and every turkey season after it, and next year's waterfowl season, just a little bit more every single hunt that they go out there. And there's lots of ways that you can you can do it. And I told my story how I got started, you know, trying to wear earplugs. And either you, you know, I was ruining my hunt with the earplugs, because either I I didn't put them in until the birds were flying in, and then I spooked them by putting them in late, or... You know, I put one in one ear and one not in the other ear, then nothing sounds right, or I'm just sitting there in silence with them in both ears. And, you know, I told people, hey, there are, you know, there are entry-level electronic digital options that can help you preserve some of the hunt. And then I got into the story about, you know, what you guys have brought to the table and the innovation and how you're leading the industry and, you know, some of the copycats that are, that are coming out and how that's not necessarily a bad thing. If other people want to try to throw out some super cheap solutions to, to give people, you know, some option that's better than foam while they're, they're working their way up. Um, But, you know, it's just the kind of thing where people don't realize it until it's already happened. And then I feel like I have to shake people and say hey you know don't you understand what this is doing to you right now and every season it's taken a toll and before long you're finally going to come to and by that point you know you've 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 lost so much in just trying to reach people early you know whether young in their hunting career or before they've done the damage or stop the damage at whatever level that it's at now so that they can enjoy those woods waking up they can enjoy those turkeys they can enjoy talking on the phone You know, they can enjoy all the the subtleties that come along with that nuanced hearing. And it's just something that, uh, you know, for whatever reason, I could tell while I was presenting at the conference, you know, the looks that people were giving me, they had never thought about this before. It had never crossed most of their minds. You know, this was just brand new information. Their eyes are bugging out of their head. I gave them the stat, you know, moderate hearing loss increases your chance or your risk of Alzheimer's or dementia by 300% they were like, oh man, what are we doing? And it was just like, you know, I had that moment where I was face to face with people and, you know, they couldn't just click away from a YouTube video, which is so easy for people to do, but like you have that warm touch point right there in front of people and they finally got it. They were like, oh man, we need to do something about this immediately, like never thought about it before which has sort of been my mission to get people to think about this and understand the risks but along with that and stopping the damage you know you guys come along and and you're helping people you know regain some of that hearing and you've got i think uh for turkey season anyway real big is your amp pod series maybe you could talk a little bit about that
2: Well, bless you for doing that work uh and and i guarantee you people walked away with um with their with their lives better and um uh, again if they just do something and and that's what's been so awesome to work with you the last you know 3 years or so george uh is just that you you get it and you're you're driven by it and the idea it it fits exactly what you're trying to do is just to, to bring some happiness and joy and make people's lives better and um uh, and that's why i think our two Uh, both. That's why our friendship is so easy, but more importantly, it's why the two brands uh, overlap so well. So, so thank you for doing that. Uh, I didn't even know that it makes me very proud um, that you were doing that over in Pennsylvania. So uh, absolutely. We, you know, we kind of come out of duck season uh, and we get to the end of January and I, and I truly think, uh, you know, we're probably selling five or six uh, alpha shield waterfall devices on on the last day of January. And then all of a sudden, February 1st hits. It's like, we just opened it up on the website in, 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 January, you couldn't buy an amp pod. And now all of a sudden February 1st, you can, cause, uh, I think we got four, we got four orders for Turkey amp pods, (laughs) uh, right away in February 1st. So it's like that, just that click of the calendar, everyone gets Turkey on the brain. And, and then our amp pod series is kind of our hero. Um, uh, for the turkey hunter, um, we've we we do uh, some really cool stuff of doing a kind of springtime falltime combo. We do a, a turkey deer combination um, for especially for that that hardcore archery hunter, um, and that's what's been super fun. And and I just feel I feel incredibly blessed. I still think it's like I just won the lottery, being able to mix. You know my passion and my training, uh, you know, f- for the ear and for fixing the auditory system for 32 years as a hearing doc, uh, with my love and passion for the outdoors. And um, you know, everyone will will kind of ask, well, what's the difference? You know, uh, what's the difference between like the deer program and the turkey program? And um, I probably talk way too much. My attorney's probably like always saying, shut up. You don't need to say so- all of that, Bill. <laughs> but the, to give you an example, bringing the science into it is, uh, as a turkey hunter, when our butt's on the ground and our back is against the tree, typically, uh, how we localize and how we detect uh, angles and directionality in the horizontal plane. So when we sit out there and we're looking across the turkey woods, and we're sitting on the ground, uh, we're trying to localize where sound is coming from in the horizontal plane, our brain uses very, very, very low frequency information. We need very. We need some very specific low frequency uh, cues in order to tell us where sound is coming from in the horizontal plane. Once we get about six or seven feet above the ground, and especially if you're a uh, if you're uh, hanging in a tree with a with a gun or a bow at you know 12 14 16 18 feet above the ground how our brain localizes in the vertical plane uses completely different frequencies it, it it's not so dependent on that very low frequency cue and it needs uh, a whole lot of a whole lot of information in the mid frequencies and so when we talk about building pursuit based hearing systems that's the type of science that we're, that we're bringing into these things. Um, and that's why we have a specific line, uh, that is probably, you know, eight or nine times out of 10 is the ant pod, uh, is what the turkey hunter and or the deer hunter is, is typically buying. And we don't fully seal the ear off. Um, we, we have a very unique little sleeve that fits on that device. It's a very small device kind of, almost the size of, a, of your thumb fingernail. And it sits right in the opening of your ear canal. And we put a, a plastic or a medical grade silicone sleeve around there. And we created these little itty bitty, I, I, I call them, they first reminded me of like gills on a fish. And so that's what I call them is like the little slits or the gills. And that's how we're allowed to let some of those very important frequencies um, that we're going after to, to come in. We're not completely sealing the ear off. And so I specifically call that uh shot suppression or gun suppression. And it does a very good job of taking, you know, one report from a rifle or a shotgun um and, and getting a single shot down below uh the safe level uh for an impulse noise so that your your ear is not is not damaged. It is not for repetitive shooting, it is not for the amp pod is is not a protective device for a barrel burner dove hunt or a duck hunt or where there's you know multiple shots, both you pulling the trigger and your hunting partner's pulling the trigger, going off at the same time. That's not a typical deer hunt or an elk hunt or a turkey hunt. Um, yes, you can do a follow-up shot. That that circuit, the compression and the expansion part of that circuit needs about one point four. 1.3 seconds to reset itself. So, a, I, I say as long as you know the shots are two seconds. As long as there's you know two seconds in between that trigger pull, uh, you're absolutely fine um, in terms of of protecting, of fully protecting your ear. Um, it's still having it in there uh, is a million times. Let's say that you're you're pretty quick on that trigger on that follow up shot. Uh, although I would challenge if anyone could get a shot off in 1.6 or 1.8 seconds. Um, but if it was under two seconds, you're still more protected than having nothing in your ear, uh, probably about 80 or 90% more protected. And so, but that's where we're trying to be super careful, really transparent. Everything's based and backed by science. Um, what's been a ton of fun to watch is, is, uh, you know, how interested everyone has become in the custom products. Um, and once we're into a custom product or in what we call a multi pursuit, um, which is what, what, what you first got. And you can, as you have done a great job, talk about it and educating, you can duck hunt in it and you can go to the range and, you can do uh, you can plant your food plots and cut your grass and use the leaf blower and pull as many triggers as you want, and you can have a turkey program in there or you can have a pheasant program or you can have and uh, and a waterfall program. We can put up to six different programs. Um, but if you're going to do the heavy trigger pull stuff or if you're going to use it for other uh, sound protection, noise protection um, from machinery, um, then we want. We don't want you in the amp pod. We want to get you into one of our devices that are absolutely designed to seal off and fully protect your ear from, uh, from any type of loud input.
1: So the amp pods come onto the scene and those essentially, um, you know, those help if you've got hearing loss, they can, they can make up for some of it. They can, uh, give you the benefit of being able to use those audio algorithms to hear the turkeys Um, from further away to hear them more clearly because it picks up on those turkey noises and those provide you with just a mild amount of hearing protection uh, for those occasional kind of shots, right?
2: Absolutely. That's what we call it uh, shot suppression. We're suppressing the the single shot um, and we're doing it very well and you're in a safe level. Uh, It's kind of like this is what was so cool. (laughs) I love it when when, you know, customers will listen, especially, especially this, you know, being a dorky ear geek, uh, you get, you get kind of long winded. I, I, I know that it's a fault of mine, but I get excited. Uh, and I was explaining it to one customer and he's like, well, man, it sounds like what you've done is like you've created a bunch of TSA agents. He goes, I'm walking up to the airport and there's 10 lines. He goes. What you're doing is you're 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 allowing some agents to just let these sounds pass through, and then the other agents just stop you, and you get searched. I'm <laughs> like, okay, I love that. Like it's exactly what we're doing. And in the the TSA agents for a gobble are completely different than the TSA agents uh, that you need to 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 amplify a pheasant flush or to be able to blow a comeback call for a hen mallard or to be able to. You need you need different frequencies and different bands to pass through for an elk bugle, uh, than you know than uh, a hen cutting, and so it's just been it's been an absolute blessing to really to just to take all of that uh, hearing science and and mechanical engineering uh, of acoustical me- mechanical engineering and and just apply that to making a great device that, uh, that protects the ear and allows you to have a better hunting experience, um, which includes, includes speech. It's not just about the critters, right? I mean, some of the most important part, if you're, if you're mentoring a first time hunter, if you're teaching, if you're with a young child, or if you're with, maybe it's your last, you know, how many young guys and gals were on a hunt last November, last December, last January with their grandfather or someone important to their life who won't be there next fall with them.
0: Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to midwayusa.com.
2: And that their last hunt was the last hunt with granddad, whether you ever expect it to be or not, or dad or mom or aunt or whoever, fill in the blank, right? Like, it's it's why we are so careful and purposeful when we created the slogan, hear the hunt, because it's, it's as important about talking to your buddy on the back of the pickup truck with that bird lying on the bed gate or getting a biscuit at the gas station or the conversations that you have with your teenage kid as you're driving to camp and the music that you're listening to with those kids as you're driving to camp. And like, that's all of that is 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 here the hunt that's what collects us and combines us and unites us in this awesome outdoor industry and um i just feel blessed that my my, that's where i get to hopefully end my career turn 55 here in in june and i hope I hope the good Lord lets me do this for at least a couple more decades.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's awesome. And I couldn't agree more. And, you know, when I when I first discovered you guys, I started looking through all the different things that you had, and you had the amp pods, and I thought, you know what, that could really be good for the turkey hunter, and that's that's what they hunt, and that's all they go after, and that's their big focus. And then I saw the, the alpha shields, and I thought, okay, that's probably more my speed because, you know, I want to – I want to use these for a lot of different things. And then I saw the multi-pursuits and I was like, this is the no-brainer, right? Because I'm out there hunting turkeys. I'm out there hunting ducks. I'm out there hunting deer. I'm out there hunting pheasants, hunting crows, hunting all kinds of stuff year round. And then I go to the range and I've just reached the point now where I don't even wear earplugs anymore. I wear the Alpha Shield uh, multi-pursuits at the range because... I want to be able to hear everything else that's going on. If I'm going to be there for a while, I want to hear birds. I want to hear people. I want to, you know, feel like I'm outside and don't have ear protection on. And because you, fr- I forget that I'm wearing them after a while. You just, you just hear normal. And then every time you or somebody else pulls the trigger, you know, I've said it before, takes that magnum shotgun load with a ported choke tube, makes it sound like a BB gun, and you just have a better experience. And then I take them out, and I don't have to spend three hours adjusting back to hearing the real world like I do with earplugs or something like that. And I thought, yeah, this is the ticket here. This is the way to go. And uh, and and some people have asked me questions, like on some of the reviews that I've done, you know, about the technology, and you know, is it really that good? And people ask, you know, well, I I, I hunt a lot, and you know, higher higher elevations, windy days, you know, on ridges. You know, I probably wouldn't be able to use these. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know what? I can't remember the last time I heard the wind when I was hunting. They block out all of the wind. And and I know I've tested some other brands and I'm, I'm not going to, I don't want to, you know, trash any brand, uh, you know, publicly or privately, but I had them in my ears and you had the slightest breeze and you pretty much had to take them out of your ears because all you had was wind noise and static and everything. But ever since I started using the Alpha Shields, I was like, I can't remember the last time I've heard wind. And if there has been some really windy days just sitting there with wind blowing straight into my face for four hours at a time. And if it wasn't for the cold and you seeing the leaves falling and trees swaying, you wouldn't even know what's going on. And so what you guys have done there is just unbelievable. Literally, you hear better with the men than you do with the out.
2: <laughs> uh about two years ago the guys up at uh up at Higdon they had them up <clears throat> on their Saskatchewan hunt uh and they're hunting the prairies up there and matter of fact they said they said the exact same thing they said you, you the, the wind was ripping so bad we could hear each other easier with the alpha shields in uh than than with them out just for the wind and then they kind of went on, and, and that was when, uh, I, I remember at that time, it was, it was Brooke Richard who was going on. He's like, and finally, I can hunt with an e-caller. <laughs> they actually had to break down and uh, and, and pull out their e-callers to, to get some snows to work up there. And um, and they just, he's like, those e-callers drive me nuts. And so it's just all the little things um, that – but wind was wind was a major wind wasn't a little thing. wind was uh, wind was absolutely uh, you know, the top one or two things that we knew that we had to make better um, because people weren't putting something in their ears because all they heard was wind noise. And again, I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather have it in their ears and and being protected, but uh, that's a great example of where we said, you know, we absolutely have to to make things better. And honestly, that's a great example. Jeez, um, we've never talked about this, George. Everyone's going to think that you set that up. But that's a great example. The wind noise management and what we can do from an algorithmic design and having an open, what we'll call an open platform on those chips that we can, we can write different formulas to cancel out wind noise and to cancel out like leaf noise um that's that's exactly why we went with such a a high-end uh amplification system and a high-end integrated circuit chip is that we could do those types of things the reason that we can get rid of that wind for you is because we've got 16 bands of sound processing Mm -hmm. and we can we can create wind well first you know kind of a dorky ear fact uh when wind, wind is, the wind doesn't have a noise wind doesn't have sound it's when wind hits a, an object and it creates turbulence and sometimes that that object is the pine trees or the palm trees blowing and and it's really lovely and inviting um and and sometimes it's you know uh you know driving 60 miles an hour down the lake in a bass boat and that turbulence is flying across your ear and you can't hear anything and when wind hits a microphone and it creates turbulence and the idea is like well if you if you create that turbulence and you digitally record it then you have the acoustic fingerprint of that sound of that wind noise that turbulence and you can write formulas to cancel that out. And you can't do that with a $50 circuit, right? And so that's why we kind of went the opposite end. And we said, if we're going to do this, we're going to make it, you know, uh, the exact type of device that I would want to wear and that my family and my loved ones would want to wear while they're hunting. And and we went back and sourced a very expensive uh, circuit in order to do that kind of stuff the The downside is that word expensive and um, and while we're man that we work almost every day on on from an r and d standpoint on on trying to get a less expensive device out there, um, it, the challenge is, is the way you make it less expensive is is you buy less sophisticated electronics. And the minute that you start to get less sophisticated electronics, things like wind noise and things like clarity and things like directionality get sacrificed. And and uh, and right now, that's that's the dilemma that the company, if I could share that with you, the the company, and that's my dilemma. At the end of the day, it's on my shoulders of how much of the sacrifice of of goodness do you give up uh, when you know it can be better uh, in order to make a less expensive product. And I'm, I'm being completely open and transparent with that. And those are the things, you know, now four or five years into this, um, that those are the things that keep me up at night, um, is (laughs) how do we make this into, you know, a sub $500 or sub $300, and, and not destroy the reputation uh, that we have for a as a premium sound company. And so if any of your listeners got ideas on that, <laughs> and of course the whole idea, like one of the ways is like, okay, well, uh, you know, if you're going to sell 10 million of these, then you can, you know, make make 10 cents on each one of them and you do okay. Um, and unfortunately we don't get an order for 10 million, uh, or, or heck, let's put it in real world. You know, we don't, we don't get an order for 10,000 of these. Um, and so it's, it's, that's the challenge. Uh, and, and I'm, I'm eating the words that I, that I raised my kids on about if it was easy, anyone could do it. Right. Um, and uh, and 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 now those words are getting thrown back in my face um, because it's not easy. But man, we're going to we'll figure it out. Uh, we won't stop trying. I can promise you that.
1: You know, I uh, I'm prepping right now to record a video, maybe tomorrow, maybe next week, depending on the weather um, Of of several reasons why people should not buy an expensive shotgun. And I'm going to I've got I'm going to I'm going to pick on a brand. Um, just because, you know, there's, there's, there's a big following there and it's, it's not to say one negative thing about the, the expensive shotguns, uh, I'd like to have one myself, but it's about putting things in priority and what are first things first. And there's a time and a place to have a really high end shotgun, but I think a lot of people are misprioritizing things and I've got a list of things I'm going to talk about on that episode, but one of them is your ears. And you know there's a lot of people that are willing to put down two three thousand dollars, some people willing to put down ten to twenty thousand dollars to get a high end shotgun, but they're walking into the woods without protecting their ears and and at the end of the day, after the passage of time. You know, what is going to help them and be a more effective hunter? Is it going to be, you know, 8% less recoil from that shotgun's recoil management system? Is it going to be, you know, a 10th of a second better recovery time or slightly better balance? Or is it going to be the ability to actually hear the animals that they're hunting, hear the birds, not to mention everything else they want to hear in their lives. And so I think, you know, there, people are, are willing to, to save and to put money away and, and scroll it away and get really high-end things if they feel like it's really going to make a difference. And, and my whole point with that video essentially is going to be that, hey, you know, the bigger difference is going to come from protecting your ears, not just while you're hunting, but while you're living for the next 10, 20, 30, 50, 90 years, whatever it is, that's going to pay dividends. Protect your ears today and then you can save up and get the expensive shotgun next season or the one after that. And, uh, you know, I think the, 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 the greatest thing about what you guys are doing, Bill, is that you put these things on and you forget that you're wearing them and you can hear that well. And not only that, but it also amplifies the things that you want to hear for whatever you're hunting so you can hear those critters better. And if you're going out for something else tomorrow, you just tap the side of that thing and it switches it from turkey to waterfowl. And you go out of whatever you're you're hunting, and you can then hear those things even better with them on. So it's not just restoring natural hearing, it's not just elevating uh hearing loss to get back to hearing normally. Or, or processing all the sounds around you or some of those super advantages like filtering out wind noise or filtering out squirrels walking across the ground when you're waterfowl hunting and all these other distractions but it's you can actually hear those turkeys or those ducks or those pheasants or those deer better and from further away with the men and you know it, it it's such a a miraculous combination of stuff that comes together and, and this product that you guys have and how you're always pushing the envelope. And I heard, you know, you guys are breaking some new ground even in the area of the custom shields and and have some new things that you're bringing into the table just to, you know, make them even more relatable and usable for people beyond hunting, you know, working on the farm or working a chainsaw and all this other stuff. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about what you guys are doing in that space?
2: Well, the, the the bigger thing once we're in the, we have so much more real estate inside of a of a custom product because it, it you know it fills up that whole bowl of your ear, and it's just a bigger room. We can put we can put more furniture in that room, uh, so to speak, uh, in, in the custom product, and so that's where last year we we're able to to release and roll out. Um, <clears throat> Our, our rechargeable device, and um, and that's been a that's been a fantastic uh, addition to the whole portfolio. Uh, and and everyone, you know, everyone kind of thinks like, oh, well, it's interesting to see how all the consumers uh, and our customers end up end up kind of thinking through this. And and you know, some of them are like, well, I, I won't, I, I it'll be more convenient. I don't have to worry about having batteries. Or some of them will say. Uh, you know, in the long run, yes, it, it costs more up front, but in the long run, I'll save money because I won't be buying so many batteries. And um, I, I always say that the number one thing that I think is is the biggest benefit of of the rechargeable device is that it's fully sealed. It's 100%. Uh, there's no ingress. You can't get sweat, moisture, dirt, dust. There's no battery door that opens. And even though our devices are 100% you know um nano coated and water resistant and uh, I mean heck I can't even tell you how many times have mine have been through the washing machine oh man in, in my pockets um oh. and uh and 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 they work absolutely fine the the number one cause of of problems with it, with electronics ear level electronics is getting um you know wax and oil and sweat and dust and water all you know through the battery door so the, uh, the rechargeable was a was a was a big boom, um, and then this just last month uh, in in February we rolled out our, our Bluetooth version, and and again uh, we we went we went kind of on the on the w- overboard on the premium sound application, and and we basically we combined what all of the musicians are wearing in their ear. Uh, is what we call a, a multiple driver system, a multiple speaker system, and that's why a musician is able to now, in the last couple decades, put something in their ear and still perform. Um, I, many people think that that thing in the musician's ear is about protecting their hearing, and it and it really isn't at all. Uh, it's designed, and the reason it's there, it's about performance. That they can have a better performance. They can monitor. What they need to do as a musician, whether it's play the drums, play the bass, play the fiddle, backup singer, lead singer, um, those things in their ears, which are called in the ear monitors, uh, are are monitoring their voice and adjusting their voice and monitoring their instruments so that they can perform at peak, uh, you know, at peak. And that's the same kind of philosophy that we took over in designing the Bluetooth system that we have a, a. a triple, what we call triple driver system. And so there's three speakers, one that just processes bass tones, one that just processes um, mid-tones, and one that just processes uh, high frequencies or treble tones. And then on on top of that, we, we went with, uh, as a consumer, what we're used to when we think of things like wireless earbuds or wireless uh, Bluetooth headphones, um, what we often what that what that bluetooth system is it's called the low energy bluetooth a lot of times you see l l e b t and low energy is is all about battery consumption of that device in or on your ear and in order to get you know a a three or a four or a five hour charge on that listening device you have to stream you have to um uh, you have to compress uh, the signal that you're streaming up to your ear and that's how the in order to process that sound it's you're basically how do you make a ten pound trailer uh into a 500 pound trailer all right and how do you lighten the load so that your gas mileage goes up that's exactly what they're trying to do with a low energy bluetooth and they, have, they do that because it's it's wireless you know ear to ear and what what we went is we went to a hardwired system so that the two ears are connected, and we put two, we put two big, bad not big they're they're very small but compared to the little itty bitty things that have to go inside of a like an AirPod or a Bose speaker system for low energy Bluetooth, uh, we have a what's called a dual stacked uh, battery system, and so we've got we've got unlimited. Uh, power and towing capacity we don't need to worry about having a low energy system. So we're using a full, uh, a, a full audio streaming system. And, and what that does is it just creates an incredible sound experience in between the triple drivers and having getting away from that low energy, that compressed and that distorted signal. Um, there's there's sound going on in music if you listen to it through a a low energy bluetooth device uh, which is what all wireless ear level devices are there are parts of music that are are in the code that you're not even getting because it's because when they sample the code every you know 8 to 15 20 bits you lose some of the nuances of what that true signal is, and um it has been so fun to 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 listen to the report of all of the people that have jumped on the Bluetooth bandwagon with us, and they're like, "I, I never knew music could sound like this and you know, and they use it for all of its everyday life now, right zoom calls and and Microsoft office calls and and streaming netflix and you know on the treadmill and you know it's just it's so cool to see and to me well yes again we've added uh, an expensive option uh there's a tremendous amount of value from that and i believe and what our our customers are already telling us is that the return on the investment is so great because now i'm not just using my device during hunting season i'm using my device every day right um i'm I start my day off on my morning, you know, walk or run or exercise program. And at the end of the day, I'm streaming Netflix off of my iPad and um, and a bunch in between. And then on the weekends, I can go pull triggers with it. Or I can go cut down all the trees that have blown down from the windstorm with chainsaws. And it's just, it's been, again, I say it, it's just been a blessing to be able to you know, to create products that people get enjoyment out of every day, uh, in that it, not only are they better today, but their future self is going to be so much better, right? They're they're protecting the years down the road, whether it's uh, two years or twenty-two years or thirty-two years.
1: Um, oh man! Okay, so you got me geeking out over a whole bunch of things. I need to just drill down <laughs> on a little bit here before we go. But, you know, first one is, you know, if you just use these to cut the grass. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I'm I'm cutting the grass and I've got, you know, earbuds in and I've got to crank up whatever I'm listening to, podcasts or, you know, music or preaching or whatever it is. I crank it up the highest possible setting and I still can't even hear it. And then you got that cranked up. So then you got these things in your ears blocking out all that noise. And you can listen to stuff with better clarity, uh, turn down halfway because you don't need it to be loud because they're they're taking care of all that lawnmower noise. And uh, you can use them constantly, all the time. So you're investing, you know, probably primarily, of course, for hunting, but then you're able to do all this kind of stuff with them. That's unbelievable.
2: You know it's it's amazing that was a big it was a big study that came out probably ten years in in audiology. and it was um the the fastest growing segment of society that has the the fastest growing amount of hearing loss is the teenage population. is that is that kind of thirteen to nineteen year old? and And when you think about it, it's because they are constantly plugged in, right? They always have something in their ear. Uh, and, you know, there, and there's not a whole lot of governors, uh, on top of, uh, you know, to, to protect that year from being, that's what we talked about early. It's, it's a, it's a, um, it's a consistent, it, it's, it's hearing loss is, is only, it's a composite score. Like I said earlier, it's, it's what you keep doing often and, you know, too much, too loud. Um, it's an intensity versus duration thing. And so one of the things that they were, that they looked at is, is how these teenagers were using these wireless devices. Um, I don't want to name a bunch of brands, but um, you know, those little white things that are hanging in in all the kids ears these days. Uh, But truly, and, and it's exactly kind of the stuff that you just said, like they were using them in events where they were turning them up so loud so they could hear the music. Over the lawnmower, or over the traffic, or over all of the noise uh, in the gym, or in the b- playing basketball, or
0: at Midway USA, we know the AR 15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR 15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on, and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com.
2: And the problem is you turn the music up so that you can hear it, and you can hear it how you want, and now the music is too loud. And they did some really cool studies to say, like, okay, pick your preferred listening level when you're listening to this song and you're in quiet versus standing out on a noisy street and so just walking in city blocks and all of a sudden the, the volume went up 30 40 50% which now took it from a, a safe level for 8 hours of listening to an unsafe level and so um, that's why one of the reasons we went with this very premium system is so that you could you could turn your environmental noise your environmental microphone of the tetra that's independent than the volume of the Bluetooth system, and so you, you're right. You can go out. You could you could have your tetras in your ear. You're messing around the garage, getting ready. The volume is up. You could hear your neighbor call your name across the street. You can you know talk to your family. Uh, You go out, you rip that cord, and you start the lawnmower. You reach up, and you turn the volume down. Now you're fully protected from the lawnmower, and you can set your volume at a very safe level because it's a custom-made, custom-molded product that's blocking out all the noise, and the music, how you want to listen to it, is at a safe listening level.
1: And you're calling them the Custom Shield because they're custom-made to fit your individual ears before you get them.
2: Yes, sir. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, and the reason that we can do all of that and make it so dang good is because that's where I go back to. There's just more real estate. Once we get a, a mold, um, and there's parts of it that I I hate saying that because um, the Alpha Shield, the the universal the universal product that protects the ear, is really what we built the company around, so that you didn't have to go to an audiologist or an ENT doctor or a hearing aid person. To have a an ear impression made, and um, but yet uh, probably forty percent of our sales now are 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 custom products, and um, and we can just do so much more with it because there's so much more available space. Uh, You know the the square I call it the square footage in in that device is two or three times than what we can do with a with a universal fit um, device, and we've got. Heck, we're probably pushing sixteen thousand universal fit devices out there in the last four and a half years. So um, there's a ton out there, but it's fun. It's uh, it's it's been an absolute ball to you know kind of design you know things on like how, how can we make life better, and in um, and, and I still have this you know this this pipe dream that if we can get young guys, young women, all the way to old guys, like old women, like that, if you, if you will pause long enough to say shooting this box of shells can't be good for my hearing. (laughs) And if we can get you to, to like, just start, like I'm going to protect it here. And then all of a sudden you're protecting it with a device that, that makes life better, not negative, but better. Then why wouldn't I wear that device when I'm doing other things that are damaging to my hearing? And I think that if you can if you can start with uh with you know, and unless again, unless you're military or law enforcement and you're pulling triggers and it's your job and it's dangerous and it's like bad things can happen, most of us that pull triggers we're having fun and we're enjoying ourselves and we're following our passions. Um, and I think that if you can get the attention of the outdoorsmen and men and women and say, this isn't good for you. Here's the science of why it's not good. And here's what, here's what you should do minimally. And here's an alternative of what can be done to where you can enjoy what you want to do to the fullest. It could even be better than your baseline because we're correcting for your hearing loss that you haven't addressed for 10 or 15 years. Uh And you're fully protected whether you're running a chainsaw, a tractor, uh, or or shooting a nine millimeter or a twenty gauge. It doesn't matter what you do, we can protect your ear.
1: So oh yeah, I gotta I gotta back up and geek out over one more thing. But first, you know, if people are listening to this and the idea of getting a hearing test or getting ear molds made is intimidating, you know, I've had to have them done before. Sam's Club. Literally, I was going in one day to get groceries. I made an appointment online and walked in. They do hearing tests for free. In fact, they incentivize their, their hearing people there. They have to do so many hearing tests every day. And so you do doing them a favor when you go in for a free hearing test. And then they went to make my molds, and they're like, oh, we don't, I don't have any way to charge you for these. Um, that's not really, you know, when we make molds, we typically send them away to have something, something made. But you don't need any of that made, so here you are for free. I was like, hey, Sam's Club could not be easier, you know, worked out great, but I need to back up about what you said with these things being coated and moisture resistant. So every time I'm out like waterfowl hunting, I am dreadfully afraid. Like if I fall in the water and these things are in my ear, they're all going to Short out or when i'm sitting there in the rain whether i'm waterfowl hunting turkey hunting deer hunting like i've gone as far as to you know get a gore-tex hat just to make sure they never get wet because i don't want anything to happen now you're telling me i've been paranoid about all these things for no reason
2: (laughs) well the no reason part is maybe a stretch because the more that you take care of them like anything else in life whether it's your ears or any other piece of valuable equipment the better you take care of it the better the longer it will last and the better it will perform but for all of the things i, I what you just mentioned uh, i like to call it that we're that we are fully hunt proof uh you can sweat you can yes you can trip on the log george and you can check the decoys from underneath the water i don't uh, want to and <laughs> that's a whole nother bit of problem that you're going to have, but your ears, if you have your tetras in, um, they, they, they will be fine. We recommend, and this has happened to me. I've dropped them in the bottom of the, of several, unfortunately, uh, uh, several, you know, duck pits. And, uh, there's all, you're always standing in, you know, three inches to three feet of water. It seems like in those pits and blinds, um, you take it out Here's exactly what I do on a hunt. Uh, open up that battery door, let it, let it open, blow on it, like try to push as much physical moisture off of that. Um, you're not drying it because there's a whole bunch of condensation in your breath from your lungs. So um, that's not a dry heat by any means. Uh, and I can, I'm, I'm telling you, on several hunts, I go and I find a sunny space. <laughs> and I put them with the door open. I let them sit in that sunny space, whether it's the corner of the blind or out in the boat or somewhere on a log that the sun's beating down on. And uh, I'll let them sit there for an hour or so, I'll go back in. And uh, either if I got a backup set, I, I usually try to bring a couple other sets so that other people get a chance to, to, to hunt with them. Um, if not, I've always got dozens of orange foam plugs in my blind bag. And I've, I, I can't tell you the pictures that my guys and my son has taken about, here's the CEO of Tetra with orange plugs in his ear. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and there's a bit of irony there. Uh, but you know, you let them sit in the sun, warm up, dry out, put a battered new battery in there and man, I'm, I'm hunting with them 60 minutes later. So So no, you don't need to be paranoid, but truly it's a, it's an investment into yourself. Uh, It's a sizable investment in terms of dollars and the better you take care of it, the longer it'll last and the longer it'll perform. So great.
1: So frequently asked question that I sometimes get, if something ever goes wrong with them, they stop working, they break, you, you wash them too many times is are people able to send them back to you guys for for maintenance or care? Is there even maintenance that can be done? Just trying to, you know, figure out how to answer people's questions.
2: No, that's a great question, um, and the answer is ab- absolutely everything. Everything that we do is repairable. Um, if if we can't fix it, uh, we replace it with um, with either. Uh, uh like uh, either a, a like a refurbished device or 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 a device that we've gotten we keep a pretty big cycle we'll send devices out to outdoor riders and stuff i so i kind of have a i've got a drawer full of what i call unboxed devices um and if we need to exchange it out and we can't if it's not a filter or anything that we can that we can fix here we 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 will exchange it with a refurbished device Um, Matter of fact, I can tell you, we just, we just sent one out. He bought it in um, uh, September 2020 and has never had a a problem with it. And he he admitted that it got dropped and stepped on. Uh, It wasn't crushed, but it just had an internal ringing with it. And we tried like heck to get it, you know, reprogrammed it and put it in our. We have a decompression chamber and a, in a like a high intensity uh, dehumidifier and uh, and heating and um, it's got UV light. and We got this whole like conditioning process that that they go through. And I couldn't get it to come back to specs. Um, and so we called them. And I'm like, hey, I can do a for 178 dollars. Um, we, we'll send you a refurbished one. And he's like, I, I, mail it today, <laughs> right? And he's like, you know, it's uh, that's a great that's a great solution. And so, I probably I don't have the specifics. I I guarantee you, it's north of eighty percent. It's probably north of ninety percent. Are devices that we can that we can fix? It's a it's a plugged filter. It, there's a film on the microphone or the receiver or all this kind of technical stuff, um, but easily. Eight or nine out of ten devices. If if we get them back, uh, we just turn it and burn it, fix it, and send it back to them. But worst case scenario, we can always take care of you. Anything custom in the ear is a hundred percent repairable um, uh, in the lab. The lab has to keep parts for ten years, so. Um, by then, we're we're you're probably dealing with a different device or anything like that. But if it's a custom product, it's 100% always repairable. Um, repairs probably tend to go from I don't know low 90s to mid 100, <laughs> depends on how many of the different parts that need to be replaced. Uh, if we if we do a f- a full re- a full uh, circuit replacement. Um, I think it's like 148 bucks.
1: So that's awesome. So if people have an issue, you know, guys, these aren't these aren't super fragile, super delicate. Mess one thing up, and and then you're sort of out that money. You know, the, this they're they're a dependable, rugged, repairable piece of equipment and technology, which just makes it all the more appealing. I think. Uh, but Bill, before we go, is there anything else on your heart that, you know, you want to share or let people know about or, or, you know, announce or get out there? Man,
2: George, after what we just did and all the words that we just spoke, um, I think we've touched on so much. Um, you know, if you, if you want to know what's in my heart again, I'll finish kind of where we started. I just, I, I can't thank you enough for, um, for you carrying the torch and 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 being kind of a part of the mission, and I know what's important to you, uh, you know, in 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 your heart and being a part of something bigger. Um, I, I think I absolutely love it when I see when I see other people that are that are willing to help carry the load. And um, you know, I'll, I'll tell you a little story that we did a we did kind of a breakdown review. Um, after the two shows, we had two back to back shows here in Nashville between NWTF and the SCI Safari Club International Convention. And um, And we kind of went through, uh, and I wanted to hear from, especially I got some, uh, we've, I've been super super lucky to 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 pull in you know three new guys on the team um, in the last you know three or four months um, great kind of energy. Two of them are, are younger. They're in their twenties, mid twenties. And, you know, recent, recent college graduates and it's not their first job, but, uh, it's, you know, they're kind of their, their first big job. Uh, and they think they think it's even more special that it's in the outdoor industry. Right. And that they get to be a part of this. uh, Now they get to make a living in, in, in what they used to just do for fun. And, uh, um, I really wanted their perspective. It was their first time they've ever been in, you know, working a big booth like, like that we put together for these shows and they're hearing from, you know, hearing their voice and what they saw and what they experienced, you know, was important. So we're kind of going through this whole lunchtime debriefing over pizza type stuff. And, and uh, you know, one of the things was that I, that I asked of everyone is, you know, pick one thing that we could do better. And, um, and they were, I think they, they were, the team was a little bit hesitant on like, you know, it's like the whole thing of like, well, how, how honest, how critical of the baby do we want to (laughs) be? And so like, I kind of had to get them going. I'm like, no, I don't, I, this is where this is the free place where we get to talk about, If we drop the ball, uh, what we could do better, where there's, it's not about opportunities. It's like, where can we do better? And, um, and we got some really awesome conversation with that. And I kind of ended it and I put up on the screen, I just put, I put a young man's name and everyone kind of looked around the room and they're like, who's that? And it was, it was a, it was a 24 year old guy that I met at, uh, at NWTF and And he's he kind of came into the booth and and you know we started talking to him. He easily went to he's like, Man, I like chasing turkeys, but it's but it's really only so it gives me something to do to wait for for duck season, right? Like I'm a I'm a hardcore duck guy. And we kinda went through and he's like, I've been looking at you guys and you know, I know I know a couple of the guys um that I hunt with are using them and we kind of went through the whole thing i my, my son actually jumped in into the conversation and we dropped some alpha shields in his ears and uh, my son brendan can can work a call pretty dang good and so in the middle of the, the middle of the turkey show he's freaking trying to land a flock of mallards right and, <laughs> and this guy's just going he's a big grand he's like can i blow that and he's blowing the call and and, uh, it was just a cool thing to see. And, and, and he was so pumped, asked a bunch of great questions and he's like, man, this is exactly what I need. It's what I've been waiting for. He's like, does the whole story. My, my uncle Tommy can't hear thunder. And, you know, grandpa sat, you know, every Thanksgiving dinner, he'd sit over in the corner cause he couldn't contribute. And he just got so frustrated that he couldn't hear and he'd had to go, you have to talk to him one on one and quiet, blah blah blah. And I'm like, well, bud, you know, you know, you know where to go, you know, to fix it. And I go, other than pulling the trigger, you just saw, you know, probably the strongest things that we can do: blowing a call, what it sounds like, look how noisy it is in here, blah 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 blah. He says, well, I'm probably going to have to wait. Probably have to do it after next season. He's saying, cause he goes, I just spent $1,100 on (laughs) waiters. And this kind of gets back to your story with the gun. And he's like, and he's, and he's like, I can't, I can't afford to do this and those. And I just bought those a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, I'm like, man, I I know the waiters. They're good. You're going to love them. They're, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, We had a good talk and I told him that, you know, here's that we have a financing program. You can jump on and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And gave him my direct number and Brendan's number. And I'm like, we are here anytime. Right. And he became my token. The reason I tell you that story is he became my token out of out of all the great successes we had in those six or seven days, you know, standing and working a booth. And um, and it was overwhelmingly successful, I carry that young man's, I've thought about him more often, and he defines those two shows for me, because until we get that 24-year-old kid to be more excited about buying a set of hearing gear, doesn't have to be Tetra, I don't care, until we get him more excited about doing something about his ears instead of buying a $1,000 on a pair of waders, Right. Like that, we won't be done until we turn those corners and that's what drives us. And like, that is uh, like, that's what I carry. We had a million successes, but I think about that young man and his name uh, almost every day since, since that show and just telling you the story, I kind of get fired up on that's the purpose of the company right there. And and we know that we've made it to close to the top of the mountain When, when, when those kids are, are thinking, I don't need the fancy gun. I don't need more decoys. I don't need a faster boat. Right. If I, if I get all of that, awesome. Goals are beautiful, right? Like pushing the limit is beautiful, but as long as protecting their ears and their future are right up there with that, then, then I know that we've, um, we're achieving exactly what we want to achieve. So
1: Oh, man, that's
2: that's a that's a long that's a long last word. I'm sorry, dude, but I think it's a cool story. and it's those are the things that I carry around uh, in my head and my heart uh, when we get to go face to face with the customer.
1: That's awesome. I mean, that's just ties it all together right there. What is really important? What it's all about? Uh, I love it guys, if you're listening to this, um, you need to know that I asked Bill if he could give you guys a discount code. So if you head to the website, newhuntersguide.com, go to the show notes of this episode. I've got a discount code there for you. You can get 10% off if you're interested in ordering a pair of tetras this year. And so... Uh, that's available to you i've also done full reviews on them i did a full written review full podcast review and a full youtube review i will link to all of those in the show notes if you want more information i've not tested all the products but just the ones that i've had the opportunity to to be able to use now for the last couple years so you know and and other interviews with Bill are also on the website from previous years. So, you know, if you're thinking about this, if you're pondering, you know, taking a step in this direction, uh, I'll throw all the info that I've got on that, on that, uh, show notes page of the website. Once we finish and this episode goes live and, uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. Thank you to all the Patreon supporters that help make the show possible. And, uh, you know, guys, I would really encourage you uh, instead of subscribing and, and going and leaving a review on iTunes, share this episode with somebody. People need to hear about this. This needs to be in the forefront of people's thinking and people's minds and protecting their hearing, whether they ever go with Tetra or, or you know, if they do something to preserve their hearing and it goes far beyond hunting, like everything we had just said, so you know, share this episode with somebody, email it to somebody, text it to somebody, let somebody you know who's a hunter or even a non-hunter know about this. Uh, I think it will really help them in the long run and the short run. But thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate you. Till next time, God bless you and go get them in the woods. <laughs>
0: You want To succeed, you want to fish, you want to be one of the
2: greatest.
0: Oh. <laughs> Tune in to West Marines Life on the Water, presented by Costa Custom Boats, every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on
3: Waypoint TV. Four in the morning, eyes Join me, Chef Jean Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners, every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds
1: up in the sky.